Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, all of my beautiful friends from the internet. What is going on? I hope each and every single one of you is doing well on this fine Tuesday morning or whenever you happen to be listening to this podcast, whether that be morning, evening, or night. Welcome to the Reddit Asks Us podcast, the podcast where we read and react to comments from r slash ask reddit. I am your host, Luke Dick. Remember, if you're watching on, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcast, please leave us a rating, please, 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 and leave us a review. You have no idea how much that helps the podcast. Remember, you can answer this week's Reddit question by going to the description of the episode on Spotify. And to the right is a white icon that says reply, and you can reply to this week's episode, and I will read that response out loud on the next week's following episode, and you will be notified when your response is published. So, I guess without further ado, why don't we read off the responses from last week? So, again, I just want to also just, as a general statement, um, just thank everyone again for replying because we've been getting more replies than we have in the past and it's just so awesome to see engagement. To be honest, I wish I could directly reply to you. Um, I wish y'all had more characters uh, to to re- re- reply and respond because... You know, I know that some people's stories, uh, it's not its not like Reddit, you know, it's not like you can type out a whole long thing without any character uh, limits. And also, I wish we could respond to each other's comments. I mean, there's a couple things in there that I wish could be better, but with that said, I just want to thank everybody who has replied because it's so fun to read them out and I'm, and I'm, I'm, I, I'm very joyed, overjoyed to, uh, to have people participating in the show. So thank you all so much for doing that. So last week's episode was, what's something that happened to you that sounds fake, but isn't? Stressed Human says, I have a buzz cut and multiple customers at my job reached over the counter to try and feel it. Secondly, I have autism and a lot of people argue that I, that I stim for attention because I'm not because I'm overwhelmed. That's crazy. Oh my God. If people... This is the problem with old people, bro. Old people have no sense of just like personal space or what it means to just like not get up in some somebody's shit. Like every single time that happens, it's always like an old person. And it's like, what the, f- like, keep your fucking hands to yourself. Like, weren't you ever taught that in elementary school? Like, keep your hands to yourself. Don't touch other people. Like, that's st- like, you just don't do that. And especially because nowadays, like, people just have there's a we're, we are in a more accepting time people look different now more like more like there's just people we have different we have we di- like we dye our hair crazy colors that's something that generally didn't happen you know back when old people were younger you know we 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 have there's more, a lot of people a lot of people have more tattoos and piercings and stuff and it's just like leave people alone bro okay they're living their life they're just they're they're existing okay they just want to be a sovereign individual don't don't start poking and prodding at someone like they're fucking uh like on a on a examination table or something uh next one comes from insane earth god when i was around six years old i swallowed a quarter it left a feeling of always being there stopped me from running too long the uh the feeling left when i was in the 11th grade when i was scratching my back that is weird that is so weird just randomly one day you're scratching your back and it's like i don't feel like i've got a quarter in my stomach anymore that's wild um i'm surprised you you left the wait oh and it left the feeling of always being there. Oh, I thought you left it in there. I thought you were just like, eh, no biggie. 
This isn't something I feel like I have to tell anyone about. Next one comes from McMuffin. Sometimes when I wake up in the morning, I have my phone in my hand. I don't charge my phone in my room at night, and then my phone disappears in my hands. Pretty sure it's some type of sleep paralysis. Yeah, it's like sleepwalking. You just wake up and plug your phone in. That's 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 probably the most like tame thing you could do while sleepwalking. That seems kind of clutch in my eyes, to be honest. Um, unless, you know, you are being visited by an unholy ghost. Then that's that's something I maybe think we should be concerned about. Um, you might be, you know, a victim of the conjuring. Um, next one comes from Cheese. From what my mom tells me is that when I was little, I was napping when the door shut really quick and I locked and locked and I was screaming, but then randomly stopped and I was back to napping. Oh. Guess you have a, a high, a high uh, emotional tolerance. Uh, next one comes from Vortex. What's up, Vortex? I found this really awesome podcast that uploads weekly. They're super fun to listen to. They're pretty funny. Only reason it sounds fake is because it's really hard to find a good podcast now. Well, I hope you're talking about this podcast, Vortex, because that would be really nice. But, uh, yeah, it, 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 finding good podcasts these days can be tough. I, I really appreciate anyone who decides to tune into this one. Um, but, yeah, I, I appreciate that. I definitely appreciate that. Uh, next one comes from Phil Savannah. What's a, what's up? It's good to see you again, Phil. Froyo Shop had a competition, and whoever was the closest to guess how many jelly beans were in a giant fish aquarium got a free Froyo for a year. I got it exactly right. I ate a lot of Froyo. That is awesome. I love frozen yogurt. Frozen yogurt. Oh, I don't even think there is one in the city that I live. Like I live in uh, Halifax, and I'm like, I don't think. I don't even think there's a Froyo shop. I looked it up, and I'm, there's no frozen yogurt shop. I'm like, what? How am I, how, like, I'm from, a, like, a smaller city in Saskatchewan, and there's a frozen yogurt shop right on the main street. There's no frozen yogurt here? Like, come on, bro. That, that feels like, that feels to me like that business would be booming here. Okay, Froyo is amazing. Yo, the first time I ever had, like, frozen yogurt was when I visited, I, I did, we did a, we had a family vacation. We went to Hawaii when I was a kid. And um, there was this place in this one like op- outdoor mall called uh, Yogurtland. And I'm sure the Americans who listen to the show are going to be familiar with Yogurtland. But I was like, bro, I could have gone there every day, dude. That place was amazing, bro. I still think about Yogurtland. Shout out to Yogurtland. Um, but that's awesome. I wish that was me. Next one comes from Theo Dopk. My first time playing the lottery, I chose five numbers, changed them, and submitted my ticket. The winning numbers were my previous five numbers. I could have won, what was it, $3 million. That is very sad. That is, that is, uh, that's a tough one. I always, like, I always have this thing about, about lotteries, too. Like, lotteries are confusing to me, especially, like, for people amongst my generation. It's like, does anyone really buy lottery tickets anymore? I feel like it doesn't, it's not really, like, a thing. Like, I don't really, I don't ever, I don't ever see my friends or hear about any of my friends or their friends buying lottery tickets. Every time I hear someone do that, it's always, like, very odd. I'm like, mm, because I feel like everybody knows, like, the odds of winning the lottery are just, like, ridiculously insane. Especially winning in, like, a significant amount. Unless you're, uh, Theodopka, uh, because then, uh, you might, you might have had your chance. You might have had your chance. But uh, anyways, 
Thank you all so much for replying. Uh, I'm so always happy to read out everyone's responses. Uh, but with, uh, well, I guess now that we're done, why don't we move on to this week's episode? So this week's episode comes from our favorite subreddit, the main Ask Reddit page. What are things seen as weird by the younger generation that we need to normalize again? And this one, honestly, I like reading these ones out because um, I'm part of the younger generation, I guess. I'm still, I'm a, I'm a Gen Zer, like a Zoomer or whatever still. So uh, it's, it's, it's interesting to me to see what older people have to say about criticizing the way that we live. Because I think a lot of kids in our generation tend to think that like we're the best, we're the best generation, you know, we're, we're, we're so much more uh, like, like, I don't know what to adapt or socially adept or whatever. We're capable. We're so much more capable than all the other generations, you know, and, and we have this privilege. I think our generation's born with a certain amount of privilege, you know, just the way that we, we think. Um, and I, and I always think it's, it's funny when we get called out on our shit because then we start to realize, Oh yeah, some of the behavior that we have just inherently because of the generation we are is like super toxic. One of them being privilege because I think a lot of that also comes from a sense of humor too, because our sense of humor generally comes from the internet. A lot of other older generations, like sense of humor doesn't really come much from the internet. And we see all that older internet humor or whatever. We just call it cringe. We're just like, Oh my God, you guys are so millennial cringe. But, um, but at the same time, it's not like we are the, we are the elite of the generations because we are totally not. And there are a lot of downsides to being born nowadays. Anyways, enough of me ranting and rambling. Why don't we read off some responses? So the first one comes from Don't Get Murdered 78. I'll keep that in mind. Not being accessible all the time. Just because I have a cell phone doesn't mean I want to answer it at the uh, at the supermarket or while cooking dinner or while driving. That's cool that my boss checks emails in his Tesla driving 20 minutes to work, but I'd rather not. I need a break. This is I think I think this this definitely is like a thing with kids amongst my generation too. I think that since we are so used to being on our phones, we have like when we feel an obligation that we need to like immediately respond to something when something happens. And we can put a lot of this pressure on ourselves, especially like when we're not at work and you know, the work is not something that we want to be thinking about. And then, excuse me, we're getting phone calls and texts and it's like, you know, I mean, for me and personally in my, in my line of work, it doesn't always bother me, but I do have to put on limits. I do do that because otherwise it's it's just going to rule my life. And my life is, is, I feel personally, my life is more than what I do for work. You know, my life is, 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 and every, I feel like everyone should feel that way. You know, everyone is, uh, everyone is more than the sum of their parts, right? So it's always good to keep that in mind. Um, there's a response from, or a reply from who cares, oh, Two, three. I had a coworker call me the other day when I was eating dinner. I silenced it and went back to eating. She called me two more times and then started texting. Like, bitch, I'm not going to pick up the phone. I would have called you back once I was done with dinner, but now hell will freeze over before I call back or respond to his texts. Uh, or respond to their texts. Oh, sorry. It was a she. Um, yeah, man. Draw boundaries. You got to have those boundaries for yourself, bro. Otherwise, it's just gonna, it's gonna, you're gonna let work rule your life and then people are just gonna see you as that person, right? You don't want to be that person. You want to be good at your job. You know, you want to, you want to put effort into the things that you do. But at the end of the day, you don't let those things rule over you. Uh, next one comes from Friendly Life Cherry. Internet privacy. 
I'm telling you right now, everyone who is younger, just we we will give up our internet privacy for like the smallest of apps, like just just to have Amazon Prime. Like we will literally we will literally like offer up all the information on our phones if I can order Uber Eats. Like we we are so accustomed to just like can this app allow uh, like tracking across your apps and then we just like click it. We just don't even otherwise you won't be able to use it. That's how they that's how they get you. Because when you're part of the of our generation, you're so so integrated into technology. They know you depend on it. It's how we live. We don't really know a life without phones and the internet and social media and all this stuff. So it's like we are we are so ever dependent on on the things that we that we use even just just for fun like Instagram. Like I Instagram is they they probably have they probably know more about me than my own family. They probably know more about me than 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 my than my best friends. They just have like a file. Like I think there's something where you can like actually request a file or something of all the information they've got about you and then it's like, "Oh my god, like they know everything. They know everything. As long as the group chat doesn't get leaked. <gasps> um, that's just a joke, folks. Next one comes from Bean Boots. Or just privacy in general. Or this is a response. Sorry, this is a reply from Bean Boots. Um, or just privacy in general. I'm only 32, but I've still got all the rage inside me from watching the Patriot Act pass. Kids these days seem to have an extraordinary high level of trust handing off their data to the government or tech bros who would be considered oligarchs in another country. The idea that kids want to share their whole selves with these enterprises is just baffling to me. See, that's the thing is we're not we're not consciously aware of that. Like like we are we are kind of it seems but it's so abstract to us. Like we don't we don't we don't see it directly affecting our lives, so we don't care. We just we just ignore it because it gives us access to these services, and it like it might seem to older generations, oh, what do you need Instagram for? What do you need all these things for? But it's it it's I feel like it is deeper than that because it's so tied to our culture. It's it's our it's our way of interfacing with with other people in the society, and it's 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 more fundamental. It's like the public square. We treat it as our modern public square, and we are and if you're someone who's very active in the public square, not saying it's good, but just because you have Instagram and social media and you go on your phone doesn't mean you're doesn't mean you're doing anything bad on there. You're wasting your time. Like I I learn I learn a lot from social media. I learn about current events constantly. I'm hearing about current events, um, and 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 things that are keeping me informed. I'm constantly learning about what people are saying on the internet and how our culture is 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 viewing certain things. I love to just go through comment sections. I won't you know, waste my, a ton of time during the comment sections, but when certain things are posted, seeing how people respond, I think it's really important. You're you're because you're you're getting to see what the attitudes of the people who you know who you um who you who are amongst your society are thinking and not only that but i also like follow really really interesting people like i follow journalists and i see what they're saying and i i liked i'm very i liked global politics i like seeing what's going on in the world and for me like these things are so fundamental to to how i i live my life that it, to give up that stuff would be be very difficult it's not saying i i would if i had to i wouldn't but uh you know i i it is it does play like a large role in my life um, let's see what's next. Next one comes from Prairie, uh, seller, not having social media. Apparently now not being on whatever sites is a red flag. Okay. Maybe I'll dive into this one. The only reason why not having social media could be a red flag is because I think today 
we understand that being transparent about who you are is can be important because we understand now that the internet is also full and the world is also full of just crazy characters like just 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 you know people who are either dangerous or weird or creepy and and Instagram and how much you present of yourself on social media can be a good way for people to to sort of see what kind of person you are give a excuse me give a window into your life and it can just kind of maybe ease people's not saying it will but it can help to ease how you present yourself is is everything right like first impressions are 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 everything and this way if you you know, if you have your social media and you put effort into and thought into the what, the things that you put out onto the internet, you can you can offer people maybe a, a a little bit of information about yourself, maybe kind of who you are, and so it can allow them to be more comfortable with maybe who they expect you to be or who 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 they're going to expect to meet when they meet somebody like you, and it, it's a good. Like, like these are things that I think you can draw back to just like even just meeting people in general. Like when you meet people, you want to know that they have nice friends, a good social circle. You know, you want to know like maybe some of their hobbies, their interests, what they are into. You can find out a lot about that stuff by just going on somebody's Instagram. You can also not, right? People are also very fake on social media. But oftentimes I feel like we can, we can see through that. A lot of people, we can see whether somebody's trying to be unauthentic or inauthentic or just not being themselves on social media. You know, I think I think that when you go into social media with the mindset of like, you know, being conscious of what you're putting out there, I think that it can actually be a tool to help people maybe maybe get just get introduced to you before they actually meet, you know, just kind of like advertising yourself as like, hey, you know, like these are my interests, this is what I like. This is this is me. I'm I'm being authentic my authentically myself and I'm kind of putting that out there so for anyone can see and they can maybe feel more comfortable being around me because of the things that I post on social media. That's not always the case, but that's only my idea. That's my defense. Next one comes from Dita Phobia. Not having everything you do on a, in the public recorded. Two random people arguing, gotta record it. Bad car wreck, don't help, record. Natural disaster, don't run, stay undocumented until someone has to res- rescue you. Then get the rescue for mas- maximum likes. Okay, this is actually something I agree with. Like, uh, I, 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 I'm guilty of this. I literally did this today. But maybe this isn't on the same level. But I was walking down the street on my way to school and this like lamp post sort of thing or or um, uh, like it's it's like a traffic light, I guess, um, had had fallen or, or just gotten ripped right out of the ground and fell on a bus. And everyone was evacuated from the bus. And, I, and like it was by the time I had gone there, no one had been in the bus. The police were around and they were kind of just figuring out how to get this lamp post off. But I took a photo of it. Because I was like, I thought it was interesting. But I do agree that things like that don't need to be documented. Do I need to have a photo of that? Probably not. You know, and and like this is this is this is so true though with just uh, some of the things people people record, like especially at parties, man. Like people are just relentless recording at parties, bro. That's why you got to just got to be so aware of like who's recording you, bro. Like you can't make yourself look like too much of a fool or an idiot because. Oh, the videos I've seen out there, man. It's like, it's like, oh, yo, this guy's puking his guts out. Let's film it, bro. We have to put this on Instagram, bro. This is hilarious. Oh my God, bro. You're going to be clowned so hard, bro. You're going to be clowned so hard. Like, it's like, yeah, 
maybe that would be better if that was just maybe a story and not not something that people could actually document document about you. The things that the yeah, it's 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 a lot easier to have, especially like when videos or things are taken out of context or something like that. Like maybe like all these like Karen videos you're constantly seeing. Like who knows? Maybe some of these Karens or whatever were actually in the right, but. You might never know that because all you see is the video of them screaming at somebody. But it's like, what if they almost like ran over their dog or something? Like, oh, check out this Karen, you know? Um, Karen loses it on dude in car. And it's like, yeah, well, what if she almost, you know, what if they almost smoked their dog, you know, trying to back up or something? Like, it's, you just never know, right? But yeah, this, oh my God. And the amount of times, like, especially fights, man. It's like, yo, check it out. These people are fighting. It's like, no, why don't, instead of, Hmm, maybe I should just try to separate this. Violence. This 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 very obvious apparent violence that's happening right in front of me. Instead of, you know, trying to break it up, trying to calm the situation down, why don't I maybe like instigate it? You know, why don't we just like poke that fire? Like, yeah, kick his ass. Yeah, whoop his ass. Yeah, that's that's what that's what tends and people just because a lot of it is is to go viral too. People people have an obsession with trying to find viral videos and that happens at the expense of people's characters. So there, there you go. That, that is also a, a good one. Uh, next one comes from uh, Moonbeam Crazy Eyes. Being quiet at the movies. <sighs> Another problem. Yeah, this is a problem with the younger generation. This is absolutely a problem. And it's, it's because movies are... Be like, going to the movies is becoming, like, less of a thing that people are doing nowadays. And it's and people because there's so much Netflix and when kids are at home like they're on TikTok watching <laughs> watching like a, a video of some person eating a bunch of food while simultaneously the 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 TikTok is also like stitched with like a Family Guy clips like it's like we are just overloading our our generation on stimulus it's insane so kids or people amongst our generation when they sit in a movie theater, they're just bored the mo the movie could be good but they could just be bored. Because they need like, you know, I see, oh my god, I've seen so many of these memes where like, uh, kids are, or people are at the movie theaters, and they're like, oh, this movie's boring as hell, and then they've got like their phones, and it's like playing Family Guy on their phones while they're sitting in the movie theater, so funny, but that, in essence though, that is what our generation is like, and our culture is like, we can't, we can't sit still, so people are just like, you know, talking to each other and whispering and like, listen though, this, this is to be distinguished from making comments about the movie while the movie's happening, I'm not having full length conversations. But like, I remember when I saw Barbie with my friend, um, there were some super funny movements. And so when everyone's laughing, we're, you know, we're, you're laughing, you lean over to your friend, and you like whisper something like just a comment, kind of funny. You're not starting conversation or, you know, blabbing on about something, but you know, you're making comments. I think that's fine. Personally, I think that's fine. But uh, but yeah, we gotta we gotta be quiet. We gotta stop watching new movies on Netflix, bro. Go to the theaters, bro. Go. To, it's so expensive though. Fuck, it's tough. But go to the theaters, please. Visit the movies. Um, next one, <laughs> Puck Monkey says, not bringing your phone into the sauna and steam room. Is this like a? Is this a problem? That seems so specific. Why? Why does that? Why is it? Well, maybe it's just because, like, first of all, your phones are not waterproof, so you're only damaging your phone. But also, like, 
I could see how it would be so annoying. Like, you're, like everyone's in the steam room. Someone's just on TikTok, just scrolling on TikTok. It's like, stop, drop, roll. Like, just playing random TikTok videos. You know, boy, what the hell? Boy? Like... <laughs> Like, come on, bro. We're trying to, we're trying to have a soak, man. We're trying to, we're trying to, we're trying to sweat out all of our, all of our pain and sorrow and suffering. And you're just sitting here on TikTok. But I, I don't, I don't know. This seems like a very, a very isolated, specific problem. I don't, I don't use a sauna though. I don't really go into a sauna slash steam room. But I don't know. Uh. <laughs> there's a reply from AVB for Prez. There's a growing problem with people taking selfies and or live streaming themselves in locker rooms. Like they stare at themselves in the mirror and use their phones to capture it. I don't really care that somebody might get caught in the background and, and don't really care if somebody might get caught in the background. It's insane. Puck Monkey replies back and says, yeah, I see it all the time. Young guys taking shirtless selfies in the locker room, which is weird enough. But then they take their phone into the sauna, too. And the other day, I had to tell a dude to turn his video down or use headphones. He seemed genuinely surprised I was bothered. Yeah, this is, yeah, this is, this is definitely another problem with our generation, too, is we're just, I think we can just be so inconsiderate of other people. Like, we, we, are, we are, we see our phones as, as just these, because we know what's happening in our phones. This is our gateway to the, to an entire, like, global world, okay? And we just, sit there like it's and, and and play all the audio out loud because we don't understand that there's other people around here that are like don't want to watch what we're watching maybe maybe don't really give a shit what's on our phone and maybe it's like bro i'm sure the video that you're watching is really funny because every second you're going <laughs> but could you maybe like yeah put in some headphones or just maybe i don't know tone her down or keep it to yourself because you know we don't really care what you're watching and we we're we're getting kind of bothered and annoyed. So if you don't mind sticking in some headphones, uh, next one comes from Glurble Burble. Having the decency and manners to verbally cancel plans or say that you'll be late in a timely fashion—that's respectful of the other person's time and effort. Instead of framing ghosting people uh, as some kind of cute personality quirk. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't. I don't really feel like going on a you know date with them so I just like you know I just never replied it's it's fine though because that's just me though that's just me like I'm 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 just kind of you know I'm just like a nervous girly I'm just a shy girly so really I feel like everybody should understand that about me doesn't my my Instagram trying to give the vibe like I'm shy girl like that's just who I am you know oh my god I have the biggest problem with that too is just like making plans with people and it's like bro like you, you not responding should not be part of your personality, bro. Like, bro, that's just me, bro. I just don't respond to texts, bro. I just don't respond, bro. It's like, okay, well, if I texted you three times in a back and forth conversation, we're having a back and forth. And then as soon as it comes to the plan, you just like, don't respond because it's like, oh, bro, like, bro, that's just me, bro. I got to keep my options open, dude. It's like, no, maybe you could just not be a dick. Maybe you just not could be, be an asshole and just maybe say, just say, sorry, bro, like, that's not really my vibe, or that's really not my thing, or, like, don't commit to things, bro, don't commit to things, and then, and then fucking just drop out, okay, it's really not hard to say, ah, I'm good, bro, sorry, bro, I'm not, like, I don't, I don't have anything against that, it's just, I'm not, I'm not, I just don't, I'm not into that, I just don't think I'm gonna enjoy myself or have fun, there is nothing wrong with that, there is absolutely nothing wrong with saying that, but it's like, nah, bro, like, 
Bro, you know, bro. You know what's up, dude. Like, you you know. You know. you Bro, how can you be offended? You knew I was going to do that. It's like... You, you, you're not going to be gaslighting me into this, okay? You can't gaslight me for your behavior, bro. You can't say I'm wrong when you're being a dick. All right? Yes. People need... We need to be... I think... Our, our generation in general has a, has a problem with confrontation. Right, there's nothing wrong. And like, I think this works on both levels. Like, there is nothing wrong for sticking up for yourself, right? Like, especially when people ghost, because people will let themselves get ghosted and ghosted time after time, time after time, and time and time and time. And then some people start thinking they'll deserve it. Not the case. Okay, we, we, we have, we need to develop, especially because we say so much over over social media, we feel like we ha can have, like, courage to to say whatever we want over the internet, but when it comes in real life and people start treating us poorly, we let ourselves be treated poorly because we're not used to actually having difficult conversations in real life. But it also works on the flip side, where it's like, okay, people people often who, who do that don't want to hurt other people's feelings by telling, telling them no. It's like, bro... There's no, there, people will respect you more. People's feelings will be hurt less if you tell them no, because they appreciate honesty. All right. People appreciate honesty. I can tell you right now that if somebody was like, sorry, bro, I don't want to, like my Sam has been on the podcast before. I'll ask Sam to go do something. And he generally doesn't want to do it. He's not going to affirm my, my, uh, my suggestion and then deny it or just, or just ignore me. Like, he's not going to do that. He doesn't, Sam doesn't flip flop like that. I appreciate this about Sam because he'll just like, he'll just be like, I don't know, bro. I don't really think that's my vibe, man. Like, I don't really, I'm not comfortable with doing that. I don't really think that I'm going to enjoy that. There's nothing wrong. What can I say to that? What can I say to that? I can say, okay, bro. Like, thank you for being honest with me. Um, next, uh, sorry, reply from Hindus. It's incredibly rude to not cancel with a reasonable time frame. I get that sometimes things happen, but let me know. There have been more than a few times where I've gotten late or I've laid out some high quality snacks for guests, got enough steaks or burgers ready to go, and multiple people who said they'd be there never show up. The same goes with dinner invites where people flake at the last minute, despite reservations being made. The host is going through the effort to invite the guest. As a guest, you need to respect the hospital. Bro, Ugh. yes, this makes me so mad. It's like, don't tell me you're going to be there, and then you just don't show up. Like, just tell me you're not going to show up, because then I put effort into making a plan, and then you just don't show up. Oh, fuck. Oh, uh. Makes makes me so mad. So mad. Um, all right. Next one comes from Kremlin Hoos Gaffer. Texting back too quickly is apparently a thing to younger folk, whereas I see it as the ultimate sign of respect and interest when you're having an engaging conversation. There's so much second guessing about presentation and the levels of interest that many forget that it's cool, fine, and normal to just be honest with feelings and pursue them as long as they're reciprocal. Okay. While this is... Under normal and most circumstances, this is fine. Most people don't have a problem with this. But I think there there is a there is a courtesy involved or a certain social norm of texting. And it's only because like see the thing, this is this is okay. You don't have to be worried about that worried about this if you're an older folk. We understand as young people that older people don't get that. And because you guys don't use texting as the way the way that we do, I think for us, we we there's a there's a social fabric or social framework that has evolved because of texting, and I think a lot like the the biggest thing is you don't want to seem overbearing. Texting someone back right away, I think, is the equivalent to like poking someone on the shoulder constantly, just nagging at them. You don't want to be the nagger. 
You know, that's that's the that's the I think that's the genesis behind the that behavior is you don't want to seem like you're like you're bothering somebody. You don't want to seem overbearing. You know, you want to seem you like that. It's all about presentation, right? It's like, would you do that to somebody in real life? Constantly be be in someone's face. It's no, you got to give people their personal space. It's the same thing with texting because texting demands a reply, right? And the quicker you text somebody back, the quicker you're asking for them to re to reply. That maybe that's not how you intend when you're sending the text, but that's how it's often perceived when you receive the text. So, the respectful thing to do is, you know, keep a respectful distance in between times that you text people. You don't always have to be quickly responding, you know, or quickly sending texts. That's I think the idea, but. I think there is, for, for anyone who, in our generation who puts that onto older people, they're just being a dick, all right? They're just being an asshole. I, 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 I know older people who will text me and then I won't text them for a little bit, not, not out of just maybe because I'm busy, and then I'll reply to them and they reply right away. I'm not, I'm not, okay, that doesn't bother me. That's not, I'm not going to be like, yo, what the fuck? You know what I mean? That's not something I'm, that, that's gonna, that I'm going to lose sleep over, but uh but yeah, if, if somebody else is holding you to that standard and that's not how you operate, then they're just being rude. But I think if you have that knowledge, then there is a respectful distance. It's it's personal virtual space. <laughs> uh, next one comes from Immediate Birthday 80. Just working out in a gym without the need to record yourself. Well, how am I supposed to flex? How, how am I supposed to show everybody that I'm natty? All right. People need to believe that I'm natty. People also need to believe that I have the potential to be Mike O'Hearn. Okay? Baby, don't hurt me. Baby, don't hurt me. No more. Like, come on. How am I supposed to... I feel like this is a dumb one, guys. Like, if I'm in the gym, you, ex you should expect that I'm filming myself the whole time. Okay? Like, I need to broadcast to the entire world that I'm just totally jacked. All right. That's something people need to know. All right. I'm doing this. I'm doing this for four other people. All right. This is a service I'm providing. All right. And then people, how am I supposed to get people interested in my, in my masterclass? How am I supposed to get people interested in my, my, um, my hustlers university? All right. This is, seems like pretty basic. It seems like pretty basic. I hope everyone can realize that this is complete satire. Actually, in the university gyms, you're not allowed to record yourself. So, I mean, I think that in some respect, like, there's nothing terribly wrong with recording yourself. I just think that you need to be respectful about how you're doing it. Like, if it's an accomplishment, like, say you, you know, you've built yourself up to benching, like, a, a high weight, like, benching 225. 225 is a massive accomplishment. There is a limited percentage of people in the world who can bench 225, all right? And that, you know, that statistic isn't, you know super accurate because not everybody has access to the same resources and you know as you know as, as people in, in other parts of the world but um but there is a small percentage of people who and that's that's something to be proud of all right it's a lot of weight okay and so you want to record yourself doing that because it's a major accomplishment accomplishment yes but there are dudes who just like stand in front of the mirror just like just like recording themselves oh this oh such a pet peeve and people who are constantly flexing in front of the mirror like this is this is this is a something got on my nerves. Like there's, I went to the I went to the bigger the bigger gym at my university, and I I hate going there. Uh, one time, and it was later at night, and 
it's this just like group of like six first years and they're just like they're not even working out they're just being super loud obnoxious flexing in front of the mirrors it's like like why are you here you know that flexing isn't what builds muscle right like you know that like you actually have to lift the weights you know you're you have to actually like going to the gym it does it's people don't call it going to the gym because you just you just are present there and then you just become just immediately in better shape you actually have to like pick stuff up you have to actually like work out instead of just like being in there for two hours taking up all the machines by just chatting with your friends and just like flexing in the mirror you know let's go i'm I'm looking i'm looking better already it's like bro you've looked the same since the 10th grade dog um but yeah and people are also just not comfortable with other people recording them that's when you're recording you should be the only one in the video all right you should be the only one i don't want to be caught in your in your fucking you know mr fitness uh you know online instagram tiktok you know all right, this one comes from Bon Ohm 7H. Being 100 meters away from the nearest adult. And I think some of the replies make more sense. Because it didn't make full sense to me when I read it. Um, reply from AVB for Prez. It's sad to me that we've reached a point in society where you're going to be seen as an irresponsible parent if you let your kids and their friends ride off on their bikes and promise to be home before 5 or whatever. Going to the mall and just having bicycle-tethered freedom... Uh, was such an awesome experience when I was 14 or 15. Like all kids, the stuff that we did should have gotten us in trouble uh, happened right under our parents' noses, so I can't see an argument for blaming our mobility for anything problematic that we did. Yeah, like, I guess, I guess, um, yeah, this is, this is helicopter parenting. I, like, I don't know if this is a problem with our generation, but, like, like, kids who are helicopter parented or, because I don't, like, kids in my generation aren't really old enough quite yet to be, like, having kids. So how we're going to parent our kids, I don't really know. But I do definitely think that there are a lot of kids in our generation who have been helicopter parented. And I think that that goes to make children's behavior more irresponsible. First, personally, for me, I was the opposite of helicopter parented. My parents are very, very liberal with, like, what they allowed me to do. Like, I was never grounded past the age of, like, 10 years old, maybe. And even back then I wasn't super grounded because my parents knew that just like negative reinforcement is, is not a great, a great way of making people listen, uh, listen. And also you have to make mistakes. You have to screw up or else how are you, how, how else are you going to learn? And kids, kids enjoy freedom. Kids feel, kids should have to feel like if some shit goes down, some genuine shit goes down, they should have, they can be able to talk to you about it. But they also have to be able to take responsibility for their own actions, right? If they mess up, you know, like, like this is why building such a foundation is so important. Like, something I think that was just so important for me, I talk about this, I think, a fair amount on the podcast, but something I think was so important for me growing up was my parents, when I was really young and I did something wrong, they made me apologize to whoever, whether it be my parents or my sister or my friends, they made me go to them, look them in the eyes and say, I am sorry. What are you sorry for? I am sorry for doing this. It was inappropriate. It was this. It was that. And you have to know what you did was wrong and why it was wrong. And I think that when you do that, you build a foundation of when a child is older, you know, understanding consequences of actions. And if you build a foundation when they're very young of understanding the consequences of their actions, they're going, I like, it's not with, it's not, this isn't the same for every child, but I definitely think it worked with me was that I was a lot more cautious 
not always, but as a general principle, I was more cautious with some of the choices that I made because at a young age, I did understand that there were consequences to my actions. And I had to, and the only person who could take responsibility for those actions was me. You know, it was a big thing for me when I was young that I had to work through getting through this past idea that I can't blame my, I can't blame anyone else for, for, for the, the outcomes of what happens as a result of my actions, even if it was unintentional, you know? But, but yeah, I think that when you helicopter parent kids, man, they just like, they make poor choices, man. And then, and then they just become resentful of their parents. You will never have a, have a healthy relationship or, or set your kid up for success. If you, if you can't be honest and have like a, an honest dialogue or feel like your kid or if your kid can feel like they trust you, you know what I mean? Like, obviously there were things I was scared to bring up with my parents, but it's not like I ever felt that they, that I didn't trust my parents or that they were going to, you know, make my life harder because of something that I did. You know, my parents want to see me succeed. They love me. You know, they want to, they want to, they want to help. They're not going to bail me out if I do something bad, but you know, they're going to make me take responsibility, but they're, they're going to help to rehabilitate me if I'm, you know, if, 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 and help to teach me, you know, about, about what the things that I did wrong and how to make better choices in the future. Um, next one comes from Slinkin tab. Being able to fix things yourself, sew hems in small holes, fix a toilet, garbage disposal, etc. We are we are hope we are helpless as a generation. I'm just gonna say that right now. I like learned the other day how to how to make a Caesar salad. This is I know this is so embarrassing, but I learned not that I'm not willing to learn. Okay, I'm, I am willing to learn how to make cook and make things. All right, I'm not gonna say that I need my my mummy to make everything for me. Um, I'm not no. I'm not, I'm not like that, but I just, I started eating Caesar salads and never used to be a salad person. So I was learning how to make a Caesar salad the other day. I learned that you're not supposed to cut the head, all the entire head of lettuce at one time. And you're also not supposed to make a salad for the next couple days because, excuse me, uh, salads don't keep well. All right, when they're made and have sauce all over them, they don't really keep very well. All right. You want to keep them as the leaves separate. And then when you make the salad, you make it then. Um, the salads don't keep super well, uh, over the next, over a few, over days, but yeah, we, we are, we are helpless when it comes to fixing things. We are, we are so used to, I don't even know why, honestly, like not everybody is like this, but I think that more kids are surprised when you meet a person your age and they like know how to do shit. It's like, Whoa, bro, where did you learn that, bro? Who taught you? And it was like, my dad, you know, like my uncle, somewhat my grandpa you know that they, we we i think we we are so used to having everything done for us we are so used like our drying our dryer just broke we have i i couldn't i couldn't even come close to telling you what was wrong with it and like not even not even not even a morsel of an idea of knowing what i could do to fix it just i'm hopeless i'm a lost cause car things oh my god other generations are are so much better at like knowing cars like everyone knew how to fix a car growing up in my grandpa's generation my dad even knows things about cars like basic things about cars i i don't i don't even know what's a piston what does a piston do the only piston i know is the basketball team What's, what is a piston? Everyone's always talking about, oh, your transmission. What, what happens when your tra transmission goes? I don't even know what a transmission is, bro. What is a transmission? Okay. Is it an, is it a trying to communicate with an alien, alien? Are we trying to use this as a communication device? Are we transmitting signals to alien UFOs? What is a transmission? I do not know. Okay. 
We are helpless, and I am fully willing to admit that. All right, why don't I read off maybe one more? Uh, next one comes from, oh yeah, AV for Prez. Welcome back, AV for Prez. AVB for Prez. Uh, talking to people in person and asking people out and not being a weirdo if they say no. Apps and social media have, has caused so much head rot. Uh, I wish, I wish I could do that. I wish I could be more, I don't know, I have no problem making conversation with, with random people if it's necessary when I meet them, but under mo most circumstances, like, I will, I will, it's headphones in and head down. I am not speaking to a person. It's, asking people out is a tough one, because I think a lot of kids in our generation too, just, we, we don't, we don't interact We've never been used to interacting that way. And we don't want to creep anyone out. We don't want to seem creepy. To me, I, I'm worried that that's going to come off as just creepy or just unwanted or, or anything like that. Who knows? Maybe it maybe it might be. Maybe it is. I don't I don't really know. But I think that with with I'm trying to be socially and consciously and, and socially aware. And I just don't want to I don't want to, you know, put something on someone or make someone uncomfortable. So and, and I think that, you know just trying to be more aware of how other people are, are feeling. Um, I think that's just something that I try to do. I don't know if I said that in the way that I wanted to. Um, but yeah, I just, yeah, I don't want to offend anyone, but do I wish I could meet more people in person? I'd probably say, yeah, I'd probably say, I'd probably say that would be nice, but I don't know. We can dream folks. And maybe one day, maybe one day it'll happen. Anyways, thank you all so much for tuning into this week's of the Red, this week's episode of the Red Ask Us podcast. As always, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. You can uh, please, if you on on Apple Podcast, Spotify, please um, leave us a review, leave us a rating, much appreciated. Um, you can answer this week's Reddit question by going to the description, clicking the white icon that says Reply on Spotify, and uh, your response will be read aloud on the next week's following episode. Uh, and you'll be notified when your response is published. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the Red Ass Us podcast. Peace out. Love you. Goodbye.